the delay, I want to turn this service to Brother Spell and the Lord. Brother Spell, I count this an extreme honor and opportunity to be able to have you preach for us tonight. This is a great elder, has done a great work for God. I just would love to sit and hear his story, total story, one of these days. I guess it would take me 80 years to hear it, huh, if you told everything. <clears throat> but uh, Brother Spell has been kind to many preachers down through the years. And I'm one of the preachers that he's been kind to. And when Brother Weeks and I was just boys of God and sons of the gospel, he invited us to come and preach for him. And he treated us with respect and uh, took time with us and had a good time. They, they brought us into their home. I mean, Sister Spell was making tea and mocha. and I mean, they, they just treated us so kind and you rem- I don't know if you remember this. You bought and gave me and Brother Weeks a Christian note-taker's journal. Yes. That's right. He took us into a Christian bookstore. And uh, I told this at his anniversary service. He even handed us a credit card one day. Now, I'm telling you, that's, that's, that's taking a lot of, a lot of courage. <clears throat> but we gave it back to him that night. I promise we did. We, <laughs> he said, you go do this with it and you bring it <laughs> And... Uh, uh, this this has been a, a kind man to me, and uh, not just to me, but I, I know there was a day in, in in his past, in the beginning days, when when financially he had a hard time just getting money to build a church. But now God has blessed him, and God's used him not only to build four or five churches in Baton Rouge, but God has used him, and they've been able to build churches all over the world. Amen. I I just I'm inspired. Amen. He may share it tonight, but one of the hundred soul revivals that Brother Bean preached, the first one was right there in Port Allen. Amen. Just a lot of apostolic history with this good man. Amen. And we're just honored tonight to have you, Elder. God bless you. Come preach the word of God. Well, praise the Lord. Thank God. You may be seated. It's a real uh, honor of mine to be here this evening to uh, worship the Lord with you and uh, preach the good word of the Lord. Yes, sir. Amen. The Lord has been good to us. Praise God. And uh, it's so good to see this. Uh, I was here, let's see, the Friday night. We had the men's conference here. And uh, Lord have mercy. So many improvements around here. And I know you're thrilled that you have a good young man by the name of Brother Townley here, preaching the wonderful word of the Lord. Thank God, thank God. Always been a blessing to us. And uh, I think about coming here, Brother Townley. Uh, we go way, way back. I see the spell has some friends here tonight when they were young, very young. Amen. They used to uh, go out to church and around Evangeline. Brother Benoit was the pastor over there. And, Amen. Had great times in the Lord. And then I see my uh, favorite brother here tonight. Uh, I used to call him my older brother, but he defended his wife, Betty, so I don't do that anymore. Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen. And my sister is here tonight, Sister Mary. And, uh, of course, Brother Charles, uh, Brother Leroy. Amen. I mean, Brother Leroy Brown is here tonight, my wife's brother. And uh, so we just feel right at home in the presence of the Lord here this evening. Thank God. And then I see Sister Vicki. I was telling her husband a while ago, 
Amen. You know, uh, Brother Townley mentioning different men come because we want to be soul winners. Anybody want to be a soul winner? And I'm not boasting anything, but when Sister Spell and I was uh, starting the ministry many years ago, amen, it was around 56, 57 years ago, we went out knocking on doors, and we went to your grandfather, the O'Quins, and brought them to the church in Eunice, and they received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And you are here tonight. Amen, amen. Lord, I wish that some of us could get on fire and decide to be a soul winner. Thank God. Hallelujah. I feel Holy Ghost here tonight. Amen. Won't you just worship the Lord with us for just a little while? Ah, hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And, uh, you know, we speak a lot about the past, and that's, uh, that's very important because, amen, we would no way know ourselves had it not been for the past. The past has many things to teach us. Now, you have to remember, though, we can't always live in the past. I had an old brother in the church years ago. Every time he got up, it was 40 years ago. Forty years ago, one night I said, my God, has anything happened in the last 40 years? Amen. It's good to go back 40 years, but I'm glad. I'm glad for the night. Hallelujah. I'm glad for the day. I'm glad God's doing something right now. Hallelujah. 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 Well, praise God. We just well go ahead and have church around here a little while tonight. Thank God. Amen. And uh, so we go back 40, more than 40 years ago. Let's see. It was a long time ago. I guess it was about, oh, Lord have mercy. Let me think. About 70. Yeah, it was about 70 years ago. Uh, I'd spend the night with uh, my grandmother. Such a spell. But now, we didn't go the same night. Amen. You understand? <laughs> Hallelujah. I was 10 years old. She was 9. We didn't go the same night. Hallelujah. But, uh, you know, she'd get up in the morning at 4 o'clock. Brother Leroy and pray. Make her black, black coffee. And we would be in that feather bed and she'd tell me, said, you're not going to make it. You know, we didn't get too much encouragement as young people. <laughs> Amen. If we'd have listened to them, we wouldn't be here tonight if it comes to encouragement. She said, well, I said, well, why am why I'm not going to make it, Grandma? She said, well, you don't pray. She expected me, 10 years old, to get out of that feather bed and pray with her. And 10-year-old Sorry, amen. Ten-year-old children don't do that all the time. Hallelujah. Amen. But if she could look down tonight, amen. Grandma, if you can look around, we've proved you wrong. We're still here tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. She has a uh, grandson here tonight that's 80 years old, celebrated several days ago. And then she's had a great-grandson Brother Timothy Spell, preaching invited tonight. Then she has a great, great grandson, Brother Tony, preaching in Baton Rouge. Lord have mercy. Thank God for Grandma getting up at 4 o'clock and praying. But there come a time when we had to get it for ourselves. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You can't depend on somebody else's prayers all the time. 
You got to get it for yourself. I'm glad one day I got it for myself. Hallelujah. And then, uh, you know, my uh, grandmother, let's say from this Elton Revival in 1915, I believe it was. I'll get those dates sometime mixed up. Either 14 or 15, God knows. Amen. But uh, they, they told me this story so many times. I've sat at their feet. They told me about that great revival in Elton, Louisiana, just a few miles from here. Around 70 people in one day was baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Similar to God had about 12 churches at that time in the state. Every pastor, amen, was baptized that day in the name of Jesus Christ. But the wonderful thing that didn't stop there, amen, somebody said, well, there's a little town down the road called Eunice. I think I'm going to go there and pitch a brush arbor. And they did. And oh, what a revival they had in that little town. Before that meeting was over, 1915, 200 people received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My grandmother, grandfather, their children, my wife's grandmother and grandfather and their children, Sister Joanne Johnson from Denver Springs. Her mother was six years old at that time. And Sister Causey went out and asked, amen, was it Sister Adams at that time, could a six-year-old child get the Holy Ghost? And they said, we don't know. We've never seen one receive the Holy Ghost. But she said, I think I'm going to try. And the next day she was out behind the house, six-year-old girl in the Holy Ghost mood, and God filled her with the Holy Ghost. Years later, when I took a church in Turkey Creek, Lord have mercy. If I, if I didn't have the message, I didn't have anything to worry about. Just call on one of those old timers. Lord, could they testify. You've got to be careful now, amen, about calling on people, Brother Townley. I know you know that. Amen. I had an old sister, uh, uh, old sister, uh, I won't call her name. Maybe somebody here tonight has the same name, so I'll, I'll be careful. Amen. But anyhow, she was so excited one night. She got up to testify in church, and uh, they lived about a couple of blocks off the road. Old sister, uh, oh, Lord, I wanted to mention her name so bad, but. I better not. Hallelujah. Amen. She said, before I got this good Holy Ghost, she said, I could cuss a streak all the way to the road. She said, but now it's this short. <laughs> well, praise God. I hope it's shortened all the way tonight. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, hallelujah. How many glad you're in church tonight? Woo! Thank you, Jesus. I feel this. Holy Ghost in this place here this evening. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. What a wonderful heritage we have tonight. Thank God. I'm glad I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Amen. Thank God. You may be seated. A little article from the newspaper. This is what it said. The world is too big for us. Too much going on. Too many crimes. Too much violence. Too much excitement. Try as you will, you get behind in the rage in spite of yourself. It's a real strain to keep pace. Still, you lose ground. Science empties 
its discoveries on you so fast that you stagger beneath them in hopeless bewilderment. The political world is news seen so rapidly you're out of breath trying to keep up with the pace with who's in and who's out. Everything is high pressure. Human nature can't endure much more. I did not read this in the morning paper, and I wasn't alive when it was printed. But June the 16th, 1833, the Atlanta Journal, amen. In 1833, he said, we can't stand much more. Amen. It's been a hundred and something years, and we're still here tonight. Thank God. <laughs> Let me just tell you what. God's going to have a church. Amen, amen. Look, look at this. November 19, 1857, another, another article. Energy crisis looms. Anybody ever hear of an energy crisis? I remember Carter being president and having to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning to go get fuel. Amen. Energy crisis looms. World may go dark owing to a frightening scarcity of whale oil. Hey, let's worry about whale oil. Amen. Who says the good old days were all that good? Amen. It wasn't all that good. Folks have always had problems. Amen. I'll tell you what, you're here tonight. You better thank your God that you're in a one God, Jesus' name, Holy Ghost, Apostolic Church. And God reached out there, praise God, and touched us and gave us something worth living for tonight. Thank God. Lord have mercy. Well, we're going to go to the word of the Lord for just a little while. We could talk and talk and amen, talk some more, amen, about the good old days. But I know you come for preaching tonight, amen, and preaching is always in order, thank God, and I appreciate the fact that there's been uh, preachers in my life that has helped me along as a young person growing up, one of our old pastors in uh, Riche, amen, when my grandfather, before he passed away in 1940, 1938, they went out and uh, there was a huge tree. And, uh, this is not advice of speaking. This is the truth. Amen. The tree was so big. Amen. They cut it down and even the limbs on that tree was so huge. That one tree, they took the sawmill, cut it up and built that first church in Riche out of that one God tree. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Years later, I have to tear it down. Brother Henry Dunn came and was our pastor and uh, what a preacher. I've always been fascinated uh, with preachers. Back then, folks didn't have too much. Amen. I'm telling you, it was the best of times, but it was also the worst of times. Amen. Didn't have too much, but I'll tell you what. They had the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And I, I started preaching. I said, Brother Towner, Lord, amen. Don't let me preach if I can't feel the anointing and the unction of God. I want the anointing of the Holy Ghost in my life. Praise God. And so it's just a privilege of mine of uh, being here tonight with you. Amen. I come for one purpose tonight. That's to lift up the wonderful name of Jesus. If I be lifted up, thank God, I will draw. Amen. And I feel that drawing power here tonight. Amen. I want to turn to uh, Romans, first of all, the 11th chapter and the 33rd verse. Amen. Thank you for standing this evening. 
all the depth of the riches both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord or who hath been his counselor or who hath first given to him and it shall be recompensed unto him again. For of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever. Thank God. Then in the book of Hebrews tonight, amen. I want to turn there and uh, read just a few verses in your hearing today. Amen. I just feel like it's good to be here this evening. Amen. To love the Lord with you. Hebrews uh, 13. Amen. I want to read in just a few moments tonight. Praise God. The Lord is so good to us. Amen. Before I read 13, let me go to Hebrews, the uh, seventh chapter, I believe it is tonight. Amen. Seven and 23. And they truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, and that's what I want to preach to you tonight about this man, the man that made a difference in the entire world, still making a difference tonight. But this man, because he continueth ever, hath an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for us. Brother Townley, will you pray and ask God's anointing upon the word tonight? Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I want to preach to you for a little while tonight about this unchangeable Christ. The unchangeable Christ. You may be seated tonight. We're living, we're living in a world of change. Change is everywhere. And uh, unless you've been in some uh, foreign country and not keeping up with the news or foxhole somewhere, you know that you've heard so much change we can believe in. Change, change, change. Well, uh, I've seen some of that, and I'm not in favor with all that change. But thank God, there's nothing wrong with change when change is for the better. Praise God. And uh, But when I look in the Word of God tonight, and I look at God's church, I thank God for a church that doesn't change. Amen. I'm glad the same men that grace this pulpit tonight, your pastor, and different ones that he brings in, praise God, still standing the ways and seeing and asking for the old paths. Because we don't want to change this apostolic message. Thank God. I said we're not going to change this apostolic message. And uh, a few years ago, I remember 10, 15, 20 years ago, I was deeply concerned by the town at uh, the way that some young men were going and uh, some of them couldn't hardly wait for the old timers to to go on. Amen. They was going to bring in a new day, but guess what? It didn't work. Right. But you know what? 
God had a group of young men, amen. One of them was your pastor here tonight, amen. And God had his hands on and said, we're not going to stand for this change, amen. We're going to stand for one God, Holy Ghost, apostolic, holiness church. And let me tell you what, the gates of hell shall not prevail against that church. Praise God, praise God. The same Holy Ghost they had in Elton and Eunice and, amen, Jennings years ago. I'm glad I feel that same Holy Ghost, amen, moving in this place tonight. Thank God, thank God, thank God. Amen. This world, amen, is going to hell in a hurry. You realize that this evening. But thank God, as long as we can stand and preach what we're going to preach tonight, there's still hope for your friends. There's still hope for your friends. Amen. And I'm just praying that somehow from this church here tonight that God will lay souls upon your heart. Out there, there are people that are struggling. There are people that are suffering. There are people that need God. Amen. And you and I, on, their only hope tonight, praise God, to bring them this one God, Jesus' name, Holy Ghost, apostolic message. His plan, his purpose and plan is unchangeable. Praise God. It's still the same yesterday and today and forever. And I've got good news for you tonight. Amen. The same God that moved in bygone days. Uh, the same God that moved in 15 and 20. Amen. The same God that uh, moved in 1966 when Brother Verbal Bean came to uh, uh, Port Island years ago. He came, amen, as a young man. He said, you know... We've never had. He said, I, he had been evangelizing, and he said, we had never had a hundred soul revival. But he said, I just feel like God's going to give us one here. I said, well, thank God. Amen. I'm all for it. Amen. And uh, thank God for one soul revival. Thank God for ten. I thank God for a hundred. Somebody said they didn't all live for God. No, they didn't all live for God. But I want to tell you what, there's still a great number of them tonight that's still living for God in church. Hallelujah. Amen. Loving God. In fact, number 100, number 100 uh, that came was a man by the name of, a young man by the name of Vonador. God called him to preach. Amen. Pastored a good church. Called him home several years back. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. I want to tell you tonight, we have such a, a wonderful heritage. You know what my text tonight says? That God is able to the save. God is able to save to the uttermost. I mean, God is able to save to the uttermost. You hear me? God is able to save to the uttermost. Hallelujah. No far. No matter how deep they are in sin tonight, I want to tell you what, the blood of Jesus Christ, amen, can reach down and touch them tonight, amen, and lift them up. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. In fact, Jesus said, if I be lifted up, ha, 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 amen. What you say we lift them up tonight? Amen. What you say we leave this place tonight and go tell friends, hey, Jesus was the best thing that ever happened to me. Amen. I've had great days in my life, but the greatest day in my life was when God, amen, reached down and touched me with a wonderful, wonderful, amen, spirit of the Lord. I received the Holy Ghost, amen, in that revival, 1939 it was. Brother Henry Don, amen, was our pastor. Nine years Nine years of age. I just celebrated my 70th uh, 
birthday three or four days ago, and I was at the bank, and then I was just kidding them. You know, everybody ought to laugh sometime. I said, well, are you all going to close my birthday? They said, no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to celebrate your birthday, Martin Luther King Day. My God, I don't know if that's a compliment or what. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And so everything's going to close tomorrow. And they said, uh, well, amen. They just know me by, by name. Said we're just going to celebrate Brother Spell's birthday at the same time. But I, I remember, amen, years later, years later, Sister Spell and I uh, was working. We had a Piggly Wiggly uh, reminder about when I drove up tonight, picked up the store down here, amen, I don't know who owns it now, but back then when we had our store, well, this was the store that we uh, worked with, we got a trailer load of, of grocers every week out of Jacksonville, Texas, a long ways to bring grocers, but that was where headquarters was, and we'd get a half a load, and they'd bring a half a load over here to Jennings, and I remember one day, we had, as young people, had grown cold in the Lord, wasn't faithful to church. I'm not bragging about that, but I'm just telling you the truth. Amen. And it was Wednesday, and uh, it was double green stamp day. Some of you don't know what I'm talking about, but amen. Anybody remember double green? Oh, Lord, yes, sir. Amen. <laughs> that was the day. Amen. Oh, Lord, have mercy. And I was standing in the front of the store, and... Uh, and walked a preacher. I thank God for the preachers in my life. And you know what that preacher said to me? He walked up to me and put his arms around me, Brother J.S. Hoyt, and said, Son, we're having a revival, and we're praying for you. And all of a sudden, those cash races ringing and double green stamp day and all that business didn't didn't mean a thing to me because something got a hold of my heart. I thank God for that day, Brother Townley. Hallelujah. And I remember that night, Sister Spell and I, we had uh, a salesman going to come to our house. We were going to entertain him. Mr. Marina was his name, worked for Swift and Company. And uh, so, uh, you know, I want to thank God. I still have a little memory left tonight. <laughs> haven't lost it all. Sometimes I forget where I put my keys and different things, but I still remember good things about the Lord. Amen. I remember going home that evening about 6 o'clock, and amen, there was my company sitting down in the living room. And I said, Sir, amen. I don't know what he was, Catholic, don't know, amen. But I just want to tell you, something was so strong, conviction on my heart, amen, that day that I didn't care, amen, who it was. I said, sir, you make yourself at home. My wife and I are going to the house of God. Amen. I went to the house of the Lord that night, and something got a hold of me that's lasted up until now. And I've lived to see the day when some people look at the least little thing they stay out of church. I mean, it doesn't, amen. I want to tell you what, when you really get this Holy Ghost God gets a hold of you. Amen. You ought to have such a love in your heart for the house of God. Amen. I know sometimes you're sick and sometimes you're working. But if you can possibly get to God's house, amen, here's where it's happening. Amen. It is here where the spirits of just men are made perfect. It is here where we come with our heavy load. Hallelujah. And a man gets up like Brother Townley down today and starts preaching the word of God. And something still gets a hold of us. Hey, it's not something stale, but thank God, something real here this evening. Lord, I feel Holy Ghost, amen, in this place tonight.
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Would you lift your hands and love the Lord with me tonight? Amen. If I be lifted up, I will draw. Oh, Messiah. Hallelujah. 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 The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank God for his grace. Amen. If we be for the grace of God, you and I would not be here tonight. But somehow God reached down. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, have mercy. Holy Ghost of God. Amen. Just fall in this place tonight. Set us afire one more time. Hallelujah. 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 This Jesus that I'm preaching about tonight. Amen. Best thing that ever happened to me. You can be seated tonight. Amen, amen. Lord, Lord, Lord. Amen. I'm so glad. I'm so glad for what this Jesus can do for you. They got an old warehouse, a replica of an old warehouse in uh, Tauga. And you know, I look back now, I was a little kid, very young, before we moved to Riche, out in Oban, Louisiana. My dad and them worked all day in the rice fields, and they'd come in in the evening and sweep the old warehouse out and make some makeshift benches. And a preacher man would come. And when my dad got the Holy Ghost that night, that preacher man, Lord have mercy. He preached the coming of the Lord so strong. Now, he missed it a few years because uh, I don't know how many pair of shoes he wore out, but he, he, he looked, he raised his shoe up like this. He said, you see these shoes? He said, they're going to last till Jesus comes. My dad looked at his shoes, didn't look too good. He said, I better move. Hallelujah. <laughs> so he got the Holy Ghost that night, and that preacher probably bought 50 more pair of shoes, but it got the job done. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. God filled him with the wonderful baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Live for God all the days of his life. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Brother Andrew, you better thank your God that we had a praying dad that knew how to pray. We didn't have too much growing up. It was the, the words of someone, the best of times and the worst of times. But I did have a praying dad that would gather me around every evening. Hallelujah. We didn't have, uh, we didn't have McDonald's. Can you imagine living in a world without McDonald's? And living in a world without a cell phone. <laughs> but we did. But we had God. And they prayed. And they put something in us that lasted. When my dad was uh, 70 years old. When he was 70 years old. 
he wasn't expected to live through the day. Doctors gave him up when he was 70 and said, this is the day. So, amen. My dad called us all in, called Timothy, and he said, okay, Brother Tim, now I want you to go ahead and uh, sing some songs, and I'm going to pick out songs y'all going to sing at my funeral. So, you know, Timothy gathered around, amen, and sing songs. So that's what I want to hear. We went on home, amen. We're going home to get dressed to come to the funeral, you know. He's going to die. He's going to die. And uh, so that's the sensible thing to do. Just come pay your respects. Guess what? Timothy had to practice on that song for 23 years. <laughs> 23 years. He, that's why he made such a good singer. <laughs> had to practice. Wait. We went home. It was 23 years later. Amen. I want to tell you what, you're not going till the Lord gets ready for you. Hallelujah. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. Oh, I feel Holy Ghost in this place tonight. Amen. This Jesus. I better start preaching here. Amen. Lord, I have so many, uh, too many things to talk about tonight. Thank God. He is the image of the invisible God. He's the brightness of God's glory. This Jesus upholdeth all things by the word of his power. So much better than the angels as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. He is the head of the body, this Jesus, the church. Amen. He is from the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. He was the firstborn from the dead, and all things he might have the preeminence. He was the rose of Sharon. This Jesus was the lily of the valley. This Jesus was our advocate. This Jesus, Revelation 1 and 8, was the Almighty. He was the Alpha. And he was the Omega. He was the Amen in Revelation 3. In Psalms 2 and 2, he was the Anointed One. In Hebrews 3 and 1, he was the Apostle. In Hebrews 12 and 2, he was the Author and the Finisher of our faith. In 2 Peter 2 and 25, he was the Bishop of our souls. In 1 Peter 5 and 4, he was the Chief Shepherd. In 1 Timothy 6 and 15, he's the Blessed and Only potentate, Lord of Lord and King of Kings. John 6 and 48, he was the bread of life. Matthew 9 and 15, he was the bridegroom. He is the captain of the Lord's host. He's the captain of our salvation. Ephesians 2 and 20, he was the chief cornerstone. Amen. Isaiah 9 and 6, he was the, amen, the counselor. He was the day star. 2 Peter 1 and 19. Day spring, Luke 1 and 78. He was the deliverer. He was the desire of all nations. He was the door. He was the elect. He was Emmanuel. He was eternal life. He's the everlasting father. He's the first begotten, the first begotten of the dead, firstborn, first and last, and he is our foundation. What do you think about Jesus? I want to say he's all right tonight. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Oh, Lord, 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 I feel Holy Ghost in this place here this evening.
Aleluya. Oh Lord. Amen, 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 amen. You may be seated. Zechariah 13 and 1, he is the fountain. Hebrews 6 and 20, he was the forerunner. Matthew 2 and 6, he was the governor. Greater than Bobby Jindal. Amen. Ephesians 5 and 23, he's the head of the church. Thank the Lord. How many glad you're the head of the church? Hebrews 1 and 2, he's the heir of all things. Hebrews 4 and 14, he is our high priest. Psalms 5 and 16, he is the holy one. 1 Timothy 1 and 1, he is the, amen, hope of salvation. Luke 1 and 69, he's the horn of salvation. Acts 10 42, he's the judge. He is the just one. He's the king. He's the lamb of God. He is the light. He is the master. He is the mediator. He's the mighty God. He's the offspring of David. He's the potentate power of God, physician, prince of the kings of the earth, prophet, ransom, redeemer, resurrection, life, salvation, son of the righteous, teacher, truth, vine, and way, wisdom, fitness, wonderful word. A flower. He wore the white flower of a blameless life in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. Amen. Let's consider his teachings concerning salvation. Amen. His, his message, except he repent, he shall all likewise perish. Amen. Thank God for a message of repentance haven't always been a popular, popular message. But thank God it's still, except you repent, it shall all likewise perish. Amen. I'm glad for an old-fashioned message of repentance. Amen. In my life, thank God. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Amen. When Wesley, when Wesley preached in his day many years ago, Amen. He said Sunday morning, he preached at St. Anne's. The deacon said, get out and stay out. Preached at St. George. Amen. They said, get out. Preached somewhere else, and they said, get out. Amen. The world is never, never, never like the preacher that would preach repentance. But you better thank your God. You have a man of God that will stand in the pulpit. Amen. And say, listen. Amen. The first step, you've got to repent. Hallelujah. And not only to the sinner. But thank God tonight, the church, we have an altar. Amen. How many glad we have an altar tonight? Amen. Where we can come, amen, and just come and lay our burdens down. Praise God. Listen, it was that message. It was that message that saved me. It was that message that saved my grandmother, 1915. Little town of Eunice, Louisiana. They live about four miles out. In the country, you understand that's before my day, but I, I was blessed. I sat down at their feet, and by the hour, they told me the stories of what happened by the town. Amen. And they lived out. They were old-time Methodists. Amen. And uh, in fact, they, when I was born in the little town of uh, Perry, out from Abbeville, about four miles, that little town, they was having church. Amen. In their home when I was born 80 years ago. But when grandmother heard that there was a Brush Arbor meeting in town, she hooked Nellie to the buggy and went four miles. Amen. And she got there that night. 
and she found something that she had never found before. God baptized her with the Holy Ghost, and when he did, he gave her a Holy Ghost laugh. We don't have too much, too many people laughing anymore, hallelujah, but anyhow, she had the Holy Ghost laugh by the time. And so she went on, but she didn't know any better. She went on the next Sunday morning and went into the Methodist church laughing. The preacher looked at her and said, Mary, he said, have you been down to that Holy Roller church? She said, yes, I have. <laughs> she was just laughing. He said, I'll tell you what, if you go back there again, I'm going to take your name off the roll. Grandma looked at him and said, you don't have a pencil with an eraser long enough. <laughs> said, the Lord wrote my name in the book of life. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Amen. She went on home. And my grandfather got under conviction. Something about this, amen, something about this preaching Jesus. And when you get it, amen, it begins to move on others. That's why we ought to pray tonight, Lord, set us afire. Keep the flame a-burning. Don't let it die. Hallelujah. And so one evening, amen, there was all there, a bunch of boys. There was ten boys and one girl. And my mother was the girl. Amen. Brother Andrew's mother and my mother was the girl. And anyhow, they were all there and Grandpa Amen. All of a sudden, they heard something going on outside, and he was out there screaming, and he was saying, God, have mercy upon me, a sinner. And if you would have been there, my uncles told me about it, amen, before they passed away. They all gone now. It's a good thing they told me then because they all gone. Hey, we better keep this message alive. You got to keep telling what God done for you because if you don't, there's a generation coming on who know nothing about old-time Pentecost. An old-time conviction. You know, we lose our conviction so fast. I passed a church in Baton Rouge. I have people, amen, 15 minutes after church is over, it's all over, amen. It's all over. But I want to tell you what, it wasn't all over in the good old days, amen. Those folks that stayed under conviction for months and for years and kept on, amen, with this wonderful message. And so one day, one evening early, about 3 o'clock, the boy said, Papa done something he had never done before. Amen. They said he came in. We was out there plowing horses and mules. And he said, boys, amen, we're knocking off early. And they said, Papa, what are we knocking off early for? He said, we're going to that revival in the little town of Eunice, four miles out in the country. And if you'd have been that, there that day down that dusty road, you'd have seen a man and his wife and several children walking on that dusty road down to the house of God. I'm so glad they went to church. I'm glad for old something got a hold of people. Hey, you're, you're the only hope for your children and your grandchildren is church. There's no hope out there in this world for them. The president don't have the answer. My God, amen. The world, this country's gotten worse all the time. Amen. The only hope is going to be in the house of God, listening to an anointed man of God preach the word of God. I mean, preach Jesus and preach Jesus and preach Jesus. Amen. And tell you, my friend, amen, that he is not willing. Listen, if you're here tonight and you don't have God, let me tell you something about this Jesus. He is not willing that any should perish. Amen. Lord, have mercy. I feel conviction in this place tonight. 
He is not willing that any should perish, but that all. That means you. Amen. I don't know if you're going to be saved or not, but I want to tell you what. If you're not, you're not going to be able to blame this Jesus that I'm preaching about tonight because he has an unchangeable, oh, hallelujah, he has an unchangeable priesthood. He is forever the same. Amen. Look at all the blockades. This unchangeable Christ has put to keep you out of hell this evening. Amen. Thank God. Besides the love of God, amen, he put a preacher in your life. A man that's, amen, will stand up behind the sacred desk of God and preach the word of God and preach the love of God. Friend, if you are lost, it won't be because of this unchangeable Christ or this pastor, amen, that I'm laying my hands on here tonight. Amen. There's roadblocks. There's roadblocks that he's going to put up in your path. Amen. Besides the love of God, amen, a preacher man. Amen. And then, amen, in bringing this message to a close, let me tell you, man, let me tell you, woman, there's another preacher. Not the one that's preaching to you tonight, and it's not your pastor. But there's another preacher that's going to go with you when you leave this place tonight. He goes with you, young people. When your mom and dad's not there, this preacher's going to be there. When you go on vacation a thousand miles from home, this preacher is going to go there. Amen. As a young man, I remember this preacher working on me. It was not W.H. Don, Andreas Hart, any of the other great men in my life. But there was something on the inside of me that when I was doing wrong, all of a sudden this preacher started screaming, you can't do this! If you're lost, it won't be because of this preacher that I'm fixing to mention tonight. Lady, Sir, whoever you are here, this preacher's going home with you tonight. Amen. This little thing called conscience. Greatest preacher in all the world. Amen. When you're out there and you're away from church. Amen. And every time you get ready to do something wrong, this preacher's going to stand up and say, you can't do this. You can't do this. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord tonight. Oh, Jesus, love of my soul, I thank you for the Holy Ghost, Lord. I thank you for your presence that I feel right now in this midst. I'm so glad, Lord, you reached down one day and saved me. Hallelujah. I said, I'm so glad he reached down one day and saved me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Listen, I'm not living for God because it's always been a rosy road. Listen, there have been times, 
Amen. When we was down. Our first year, our first year, pardon the personal references, but our first year in Port Orleans, trying to do a work for God, just starting. And all of a sudden, a little nine-year-old child, a great singer. Amen. See him now standing barefooted in church and singing, I'm led by the master's hand. He loved to sing. And one day he became very, very weak. And we took him in a dreadful, dreadful day that was when the doctor says, I don't know, but it looks like your son has leukemia. Amen. And uh, I said, Lord, make a long story short. My wife stayed in the hospital with him 210 nights. 210 nights. And I remember so well. Amen. He looked at the doctor in New Orleans. He said, I want to go home. He said, let me go home. We brought him home. Preachers come by, Brother Majors, different ones, the night before he died. Amen. And prayed. And I remember the week or so before he died. He was on a little cotton church. Let me tell you what. A nine-year-old child can feel the conviction of God. And he lifted up his little hands, hemorrhaging from all parts of his body, and started praising God. And he looked at me and said, Dad, I want to be baptized in Jesus' name tonight. We didn't have a baptistry in the church. It was a home mission church. We took him across the river to First Church, amen, and baptized him in Jesus' name. And God filled him with the Holy Ghost. But through it all, amen, God has a way of healing. Amen. I wouldn't want to bring him back tonight because I believe God does everything beautiful in his time. I held him in my arms at breakfast time and his eyes shut back in his head. His last words was, I know Jesus loves me. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I'm glad that I know Jesus loves even me tonight. Hallelujah. Years later, just a few years back, a grandson. Amen. Same experience. Brother uh, Timothy was telling us he was in a room when he passed away. And he said, all of a sudden, amen, his eyes got real big. He stood up in the bed and looked up. And he saw that angel coming after him. Hallelujah. And God took him. Hasn't always been a rosy. But through it all, the Lord is able to keep everything that you committed into his trust. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just want to tell you tonight that God will keep you. You know, one of those boys, I know I'm going over time, but one of those boys, amen, one of my uncles that I never did know, 1917, something like that, right after he received the Holy Ghost, young man, 18 years of age, amen. He came in one day, 18 years of age, and told his mother, father, my grandmother and grandfather. He said, I'll tell you what. He said, sell my team, sell my horses, sell everything. He said, I'm fixing to go home and be with Jesus. And he did. And somebody said, poor Willie. It's not poor Willie. It's poor some of the others 
that didn't live for God. It wasn't because they didn't have a, an old praying grandmother that prayed every morning at 4 o'clock. But I want to tell you what, if you make it, young man, you've got to want to. You've got to want to more than anything in the world. You're going to realize, amen, you're going to spend your life here. Somebody's going to tell something about you. I preached a funeral uh, two weeks ago of a young man who been in my church for years, Brother Roy Gatland. Lord have mercy. Amen. He had made a tape just before he died. Amen. And those songs, Lord have mercy. I listened to him again last night. And somehow or another, ever song was, I'm going home. He knew that he was going home. Hallelujah. And when I visited that hospital room the other day, the last day that he lived, amen, I was there. I was there when the doctor come in. I'd call the family side and I said, listen, no use to impose our will upon him. If God is ready for him, go ahead and take that breathing machine off of him. That's not easy to do. When people are there screaming, his wife says, no, no, no. And then the doctor comes in. And the same words that I told them 20 minutes before, the doctor says, listen, we're imposing our will. Let's let God. I don't know what the nomination of this doctor was. He said, let the God have his way. I preached his funeral, and, oh, Lord, the Holy Ghost came down in a marvelous way in that service and felt the presence of God. No, no, it's not an easy road all the time. But thank God, if you want to, you can make it. How many of you want to make it this evening? Will you lift your hands with me this evening? Oh, if I enjoyed preaching here tonight. I felt such a strong power of the Holy Ghost. Let's stand right now as I turn the service over to your good pastor this evening. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we pray at the close of this service, with every head bowed and every eye closed, Are you ready to meet the Lord? Would you like the Lord to touch you tonight? Would you like the Lord to visit you tonight? Would you like to be washed in the blood? Do you hear the voice of God calling you? Do you feel the presence of God drawing you? Would you like to be forgiven of your sins? Would you like to be filled with the Holy Ghost? No one can touch you like Would you like to be changed? Transformed. No one can Hallelujah. There's a draw of God in this place tonight. I wonder, I wonder how many feels the draw and the call of God in this place, and you'd like to step out of your pew. Come forward for a season of prayer. Why don't you make preparations? Make preparations for the return of the Lord. Say, God, I want you to wash me with your blood. I want you to forgive me of my sins. I want you to fill me with the Holy Ghost.
Jesus sets in. No one can touch Hallelujah. you
Watch it yield to the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is moving in a deep way in this service tonight. In the name of Jesus, come on. Yield to the Holy Ghost. Let the burden of the Lord, let the burden of the Lord, the Spirit of God move upon you. Just lift your hands and say, Holy Ghost, have your way. Oh, Spirit of the Lord, fill my heart, Lord. Baptize me with your presence. Touch my heart now. Transform my mind and my soul. Hallelujah. I want to be ready, Lord, to meet you when you come back.
the Lord's drawing hearts in this place tonight. Touch every young man. Touch every young lady. Touch every soul in this place, oh God. Jesus in your name. Jesus in your name. I feel hearts breaking in the presence of the Lord. I feel people submitting themselves to the Lord, yielding to the touch of God's presence, responding to the word of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I want to be ready when you call my name. I want to be washed in the blood, filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Oh, no one can touch you like You're my Savior. You're my healer. You're my redeemer. You're my victory. No one can bind your wounds with nails scarred hands. Hallelujah. No one can touch you like Jesus can. No one can touch you like Jesus can. No Take a moment and find somebody that you got a burden for. That you'd like to pray for and take a moment and pray for them. Would you find somebody? Intercede for the needs in their life right now. Why don't you join with them? In the name of Jesus, God. I want you to help those that's not ready to meet you tonight. To let this Holy Ghost conviction, God, draw them into your mercy, to your forgiveness. Spirit of truth and revelation and understanding would prevail, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, help us as a church body entertain your spirit. Let the spirit of intercession move upon you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God. 
souls at stake. Jesus wants to reach them. Jesus wants to reach them. He's able. He's still in the saving business. He's still in the life-changing business. He's still a way maker. He's still a miracle worker tonight. Yes, he is. on an unchanging God tonight hallelujah he's steady he's a rock you can count on him you can depend on him you can believe in him tonight I'm trusting in you. Oh, yeah, no one can touch you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost working right now. Come on, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Woo! Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. He'll baptize you with this. In the name of Jesus. Let the Lord intervene for you.
church, let's pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name No one can touch you. Let that conscience and conviction bring you to Jesus. Let it bring you to Jesus. Wash me with your blood, Lord. Forgive me of my sins, Lord. Change my heart. Change my life. Change my future. I want to make it to heaven, Lord.
Spirit of the Lord work. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, for what you've done, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing right now. Thank you for the moving of your spirit. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I want to say thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks for all Oh, yes, I am so blessed. My soul has found rest. Oh, 
sisters, there are things that are breaking in the Holy Ghost. Amen. God is moving on our behalf. Amen. And I heard as Brother Spell was preaching tonight, remember he said, I feel the draw of God. Remember just about a week ago, we stopped and we prayed. We said, God, we want you to send your spirit forth from this place and draw. I feel a mighty drawing power. Hallelujah. Amen. What we feel moving in this place tonight is the beginning of true apostolic Holy Ghost revival. It is the deep woo and call and current of the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. As we yield to this move of the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, chains will break. Souls will be released and people will be set free. Hallelujah. I want to do my part as the body of Christ of yielding to the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And allowing God's will to break forth in this place. Hallelujah. Amen. And I, I've been feeling this of late. As we go into this week, into next week, I want to encourage some of you to fast. Take some time. I'm not going to force it upon you, but I, I, I feel God calling us. There's a draw in the Spirit. There's a breakthrough in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Revival is happening even now. And I want to encourage you. Encourage you. There's no what telling what can happen this week as we yield to the Holy Ghost. Allow God's Spirit to use you. Allow God's Spirit to work through you. Whether it's speak words or in prayer, obey the voice of God and we'll see God's glory increase in this place. Would you like to tell the Lord thank you for what He has done in this place, for what He's spoken to your heart and how He's moved among us. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for speaking, Lord. Thank you for the anointing that was upon the Word of God. Thank you, God, for the holy conviction of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The draw of your love and your mercy and your grace and your forgiveness. God, I thank you for it. But souls make preparation in this place before it's too late. 